Chapter 13 of A Prefix Uncle. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. A Prefix Uncle by P.G. Wodehouse. Chapter 13 Leicester's House Team Goes into a Second Edition. Reese was working when the deputation entered he looked up inquiringly but if he was pleased to see his visitors he managed to conceal the fact oh i say reese began monk who had constituted himself spokesman to the expedition are you busy yes said reese simply going on with his writing this might have discouraged some people but nature had equipped monk with a tough skin which hints never pierced he dropped into a chair crossed his legs and coughed Danvers and Waterford leaned in picturesque attitudes against the door and mantelpiece. There was a silence for a minute, during which Reese continued to write unmoved. "'Take a seat, Monk,' he said at last, without looking up. "'Oh, er, thanks, I have,' said Monk. "'I say, Reese, we wanted to speak to you.' "'Go ahead, then,' said Reese. "'I can listen and write at the same time. "'I'm doing this prose against time. "'It's about Gethryn.' what's gethryn been doing oh i don't know nothing special it's about his being captain of the house team the chap seemed to think he ought to resign which chaps inquired reese laying down his pen and turning round in his chair the rest of the team you know why don't they think he ought to be captain the head of the house is always captain of the house team unless he's too bad to be in it at all don't the chaps think gethryn's good at cricket oh he's good enough said monk it's more about this m c c match business you know is cutting off like that in the middle of the match the chaps think the house ought to take some notice of it express its disapproval and that sort of thing and what do the chaps think of doing about it monk inserted a hand in his breast pocket and drew forth the round robin he straightened it out and passed it over to reese we've drawn up this notice he said and we came to see if you'd sign it nearly all the other chaps in the team have reese perused the document gravely then he handed it back to its owner what rot said he i don't think so at all said monk nor do i broke in danvers speaking for the first time what else can we do we can't let a chap like gethryn stick to the captaincy why not a cad like that that's a matter of opinion i don't suppose every one thinks him a cad i don't personally well anyway asked waterford are you going to sign my good man of course i'm not do you mean to say you seriously intend to hand in that piffle to gethryn rather said monk then you'll be making fools of yourself i'll tell you exactly what will happen if you care to know gethryn will read this rot and simply cut everybody whose name appears on the list out of the house team i don't know if you're aware of it but there are several other fellows besides you in the house and if you come to think of it you aren't so awfully good you three are in the second the other five haven't got colors at all anyhow we're all in the house team said monk don't let that worry you said reese you won't be long you show gethryn that interesting document anything else i can do for you no thanks said monk and the deputation retired 
when they had gone reese made his way to the bishop's study it was not likely that the deputation would deliver these ultimatum until late at night when the study would be empty from what reese knew of monk he judged that it would be pleasanter to him to leave the document where the bishop could find it in the morning rather than run the risk that might attend a personal interview there was time therefore to let guthrin know what was going to happen so that he might not be surprised into doing anything rash such as resigning the captaincy for example not that reese thought it likely that he would but it was better to take no risks both marriott and guthrin were in the study when he arrived hello reese said marriott come in and take several seats have a biscuit have two have a good many reese helped himself and gave them a brief description of the late interview i'm not surprised said guthrin i thought monk would be getting at me somehow soon i shall have to slay that chap some day what ought i to do do you think my dear chap said marriott there's only one thing you can do cut the whole lot of them out of the team and fill up with substitutes reese nodded approval of course that's what you must do as a matter of fact i told them you would i've given you a reputation you must live up to it besides continued marriott after all it isn't such a crusher when you come to think of it only four of them are really certainties for their places monk danvers waterford and saunders the rest are simply tail reese nodded again great minds think alike exactly what i told them only they wouldn't listen well whom do you suggest instead of them some of the kids are jolly keen and all that but they wouldn't be much good against baines and lorimer for instance if i were you said marriott i shouldn't think about their batting at all i should go simply for fielding with a good fielding side we ought to have quite a decent chance there's no earthly reason why you and reese shouldn't put on enough for the first wicket to win all the matches it's been done before don't you remember the schoolhouse getting the cup four years ago when twiz was captain they had nobody who was any earthly good except twiz and birch and those two used to make about a hundred and fifty between them in every match besides some of the kids can bat rather well wilson for one he can bowl too yes said the bishop all right stick down wilson who else gregson isn't bad he can field in the slips which is more than a good many chaps can gregson's good reese said put him down that makes five we might have young lee in too i've seen him play like a book at his form net once or twice lee six five more wanted where's a house list here we are now adams bond brown burgess burgess has his points shall i stick him down not presumed to dictate said marriott but adams is streets better than burgess as a field and just as good a bat why when have you seen him in the scratch game between his form and another he was carting all over the shop made thirty something we'll have both of them in then plenty of room this is the team so far wilson gregson lee adams and burgess with marriott reese and gathrin jolly hot stuff it is too by jove we'll simply walk that tankard now for the last places i vote we each select a man and nobody's allowed to appeal against the other's decision i lead off with crowenshaw good name crowenshaw look well on a score sheet heave us that list said marriott thanks my dear sir there's only one man in the running at all which his name's chamberlain shove down joseph and don't let me hear anyone breathe a word against him 
come on reese let's have your man i bet reese selects some weird rotter reese pondered carstairs he said oh my dear sir carstairs oh criticism barred said the bishop sorry by the way what house are we drawn against in the first round webster's ripping we can smash webster's they've got nobody it'll be a rather good thing having an easy time in our first game we should be able to get some idea about the team's play i shouldn't think we could possibly get beaten by webster's there was a knock at the door wilson came in with a request that he might fetch a book that he had left in the study oh wilson just the man i wanted to see said the bishop wilson you're playing against webster's next week by jove said wilson am i really he had spent days in working out on little slips of paper during school his exact chances of getting a place in the house team recently however he had almost ceased to hope he had reckoned on at least eight of the senior study being chosen before him yes said the bishop you must buck up practice fielding every minute of your spare time anybody'll hit you up catch us if you ask them right said wilson i will all right then go and tell lee that i want to see him lee said the bishop when that worthy appeared i wanted to see you to tell you you're playing for the house against webster's thought you might like to know by jove said lee am i really yes buck up with your fielding right said lee that's all if you're going downstairs you might tell adams to come up for a quarter of an hour the bishop interviewed the junior members of his team and impressed on each of them the absolute necessity of bucking up with his fielding and each of them protested that the matter should receive his best consideration well they're keen enough anyway said marriott as the door closed behind carstairs the last of the new recruits and that's the great thing hello what's that i thought you worked through the lot come in a small form appeared in the doorway carrying in its right hand a neatly folded note monk told me to give you this Catherine. half a second said the bishop as the youth made for the door there may be an answer monk said there wouldn't be one oh no it's all right there isn't an answer the door closed the bishop laughed and threw the note over to reese recognize it reese examined the paper it's a fair copy the one monk showed me was rather smudged i suppose they thought you might be hurt if you got an inky round robin consider it chap monk let's have a look said marriott by jove i say listen to this bit like mcculhay isn't it he reads extracts from the ultimatum let's have it said gathrin stretching out a hand not much i'm going to keep it and have it framed all right i'm going down to put up the list when he returned to the study monk and danvers came quietly downstairs to look at the notice board it was dark in the passage and monk had to strike a light before he could see to read by george he said as the match flared up reese was right he has well there's one consolation commented danvers viciously they can't possibly get that cup now they'll have to put us in again soon you'll see if they don't mm, yes said monk doubtfully end of chapter thirteen